What up, you fucking cowards? We're back in your eardrums today. Ah. How's everything going, chat? Uh, everything's going pretty well. We've got a, we've got a special guest today. We got we got a hot one. I'm not allowed so. to say that. At least I think so. I'm, <laughs> I'm not allowed to say whether or not. I'm I'm indifferent on it either way. You can appreciate her beauty as a friend. I'm not even going to admit to that. <laughs> We're here with Nikki. <laughs> this is a respectful man. <laughs> a, uh, a, a an internet famous cosplayer. Not at all. <laughs> We're going to you, you got thousands of followers on all them platforms. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> You know so what? Wildly known on the West Coast. There you go. <laughs> I was going to introduce you as Chet's girlfriend, but I was like, no. What would Twitter do? No, Twitter would flame me. She is her own woman. Say her name. Say her, her name. <laughs> say her name. Goddamn. Nikki, how you doing? I'm doing good. You good? You doing good? I'm doing great. You I'm doing it. wonderful because I'm here. Yeah. See, uh, best guest ever. <laughs> best guest it. ever. Goddamn. Chet. What up? Did you watch any anime? I've been rewatching with Nikki Jungle Wa Utsuma Hara no Chigu. It's It's great. Yeah. It's so funny. It's still good. <laughs> it's from like what, oh four? Yeah, like that? I think it came to America in oh six. So it's probably like two thousand two. Okay. Yeah, it's this really silly anime that takes place in some undescribed jungle and it's it's just a gag anime. There's really nothing to it. It's just a gag anime, and it's hilarious. Okay. And then we watched uh, Silent Voice, and you hated it. No, oh, I thought it was mediocre. <laughs> What's Silent Voice? Uh, it's a story about this... W what was the Japanese title? Koei no Katachi. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, <laughs> uh, it's about this uh, boy who... It follows his story about him in elementary school and a deaf girl ends up joining their class and he bullies her he's a piece of shit he bullies her so bad that all of his friends end up turning on him and then he becomes withdrawn and doesn't have any friends and then he, so he decides he's gonna kill himself hell he, yeah he ends up meeting the girl <laughs> and uh deciding to change his ways and it's about him kind of coming back and learning how to be friends again and read like kindling those relationships he had with the people in the past that all kind of fell apart because of his bullying it's so. supposed to be emotional but it didn't have time to cover everything that it needs to cover from the manga yeah so it just kind of fell flat like i nikki read the manga i did not so i cried once and i was surprised i only cried once <laughs> yeah and like there were times where you can tell is like supposed to be something big happening it's like was that was that supposed to be emotional? <laughs> <laughs> and I kept stopping and explaining to Chet. I'm like, well, in the manga, this happened at this part. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. There's a, the problem that I have with a lot of anime, especially anime that tries to be emotional, is that they don't pay for the art for it to be expressed on the faces of the people. Uh, this is that's they, they did not a really the problem good job. here. Okay. Because the animation budget was very high. It looked great. Okay. But okay. Just they didn't tell the story well enough. Yeah, there there were too many characters, and they didn't have time to delve into like everybody's backstory. So it was like, here's this random character. All these two are having a fight. Why does this matter? It doesn't. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Spoiler alert. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. Goddamn. Yep. What about you? You watch any anime? I watched most of the second season of 
My Hero Academia. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't like it. The what? second season. You don't like the second season? No. But did you see the last... Did you watch... Watch the most recent episode. Yeah, the, I've seen it. Okay. Episode 10. The animation yes. is spectacular. The, animation the show itself is spectacular, but compared to last season, I feel like there are no stakes. There are no stakes this season. It's like, and yo, like, what are you doing? You don't take a step back. You don't walk that shit back. I feel like this whole season is basically just exposition. So you can see more of people's powers. You can get more of their character, like how they act. So because I've read the manga, I actually know where this is going. And the next arc is, it shit gets real again pretty quickly. No spoilers. It's pretty much real every, like, from now on. Yeah, from now, this is the, the only really, there's a couple of other lighthearted moments, but they're just moments. This is the longest time where you have nothing really going on. But, you know, it's a fun ride. I mean... I read ahead in the manga as well, mm-hmm. and I feel like there's a deep slump for a while, and I don't even think they're going to get to it before the end of the season. I heard murmurs that it's going to be a double season, this one, which seems odd to me. So 24 episodes? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, that seems... Yeah, you can get through the next arc within another 12 episodes, but I don't know. I don't really see the need for that like it seems strange to do the first season as 12 and then second season as 24 they do that sometimes with anime though if it is successful enough i mean all right but this is this just feels like filler (laughs) this is this isn't this doesn't have like the same epic shit that a dark tournament had you know what i mean i feel you it's this is just kind of like whatever like okay it's kids fighting each other you know none of them were gonna kill each other they're still babies, though. They're freshmen. They got to save all that for sophomore, junior. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, is it that? Did I just stop short or something? Is it that far ahead? Oh, no, no, no. not at all. Oh, okay. I'm sure they're going to do a time skip, though, because. Let's hope so. They should have done Eventually. a time skip for this. They should have skipped. <laughs> they should have skipped like the entire front part of the season, like the the first like five or six episodes, especially when they were riding around on each other's backs and shit. I feel like. If they do skip over stuff, it's going to piss people off because there is quite a bit of exposition going on. So, like, there are people who really care about the characters. And, yeah, like Nikki. <laughs> um, and, like, the Ochako fight, uh, Ochako against uh, Bakugo, that shows a lot about her. And it's like, if you like her as a character, you have a lot to root for there. And, you know, it, it just exposes more about the character. You learn a lot about Todoroki. Like, yeah, you, you do learn a lot about these characters during the fights, right? Yeah. During the tournament, the actual fighting oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. But prior to that. You mean like the race and the yeah, chariot? Yeah. The race, I the feel chariot like that thing. Could, that could have been. That could have been two episodes. Sure. Maybe four. You. Maybe four. I thought it was funny. I don't know. <laughs> like, I didn't mind it, but. I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right, moving on. Moving along. Moving moving the fuck on. Any of you guys see any movies? No. Oh, we watched the first episode of Twin Peaks. I'm I still like watching it. Twin yeah, Peaks. She's still watching it. I, I like love it. it. The original? <laughs> yeah, season? the uh, first season. So okay. I saw the Red Letter Media review on uh, Fire Walk With Me, and I was like, why haven't I checked the show out yet? I love David Lynch, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm ambivalent on David Lynch. I've 
Same. Yeah. Same. <laughs> sometimes he, it works, sometimes it doesn't. He did the movie Videodrome, right? I have no idea. One of them Davids. Yeah. I, I'm not sure who. Fuck yeah. it. Who cares? Who cares? Point is, Twin Peaks, I wasn't really about it. It was just really slow moving. Like, fuck. The title sequence took like three minutes. And it's like three <laughs> minutes of nothing. Well, you skip it on Netflix if you keep watching it, Chet. Okay, still. Like, it's the <laughs> opening salvo of your show. And this is a TV show. And it was like three minutes of just stock footage essentially that sucks yeah fuck that okay cool who the fuck would pay to see that me jeez there's your market right there (laughs) have you seen twin peaks denzel no okay it doesn't interest me uh they've it's shot really well i think it has like really it's really they've got some really creative like shots and like colors going on in there and i really enjoy it the humor is uh, like so dry that i i love it (laughs) it's shot it's way ahead of its time in terms of cinematic quality for a TV show. Like, yeah, because it looks like a movie. Yeah, you see that now with like Netflix produced shows where you know it's high production Ooh, quality. There was one. You know what else was really fucking pretty to look at? It had a really great cinematic quality. Hemlock Grove on Netflix. Yeah, it was. A, I've seen some shots from that. They tried to play up like the vampire, gypsy, werewolf shit like yeah, in Twilight. That's why I never actually watched it. <laughs> <laughs> the first episode had me hooked. Eli Roth directed that first episode. All right, all right. And it was fucking beautiful. It was beautiful. The entire season was beautiful. It had a great cinematic quality. You could really get behind the way that that show looked. But nothing else. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Some beautiful trash. Yes, exactly. It's not... It's not good. Sense8 also did that, where it's got a beautiful cinematic quality, especially in the last two episodes of the first season, where somebody was speeding in a car in Iceland, mm-hmm. a bi- like a bitch in red, I think maybe Ferrari or some shit, just driving fast as fuck to like some lab in Iceland. Mm. And the shot, it just looks like a fucking car commercial. It's beautiful. Where it's like vast white landscape. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I can picture it right now. Did they cancel Sensei? Yeah, they just canceled it. Thank God. And that show are fucking terrible. People are fucking tight about that. Really? Yeah. Why? Now, here, okay, so there's here's my two things on it. So first off, the part of the reason why everyone's so mad is because it's directed by the Wachowskis. So Wachowskis, you know, excuse you. Is it Wachowski? Yes. Oh, well, hey, man. <laughs> okay, so the Wachowskis. So it's like, oh, you have two trans women directing this, producing this, et cetera. I don't know who produced it, but whatever. Um, they had it was a really inclusive cast where it was diverse, but it wasn't forced, something like that. I haven't watched it at all, but I've never heard anyone actually say anything good about this show, like the content of the show. Yeah, about the content of the show. This show, show matters for representation, <laughs> yeah. but it's fucking terrible. It happens. It's fu- the show is bad. Look, I've watched the entire first season. I haven't watched the second season yet because I like I like to torture myself along with friends. So we're saving it until all of us have time to sit down and watch it together. And we're gonna fuck just hate ourselves. We'll want to die. The show is terrible. There, th- there, there. Are are two cool one cool thing that happens in the in the entire show so at one point because the 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 whole thing with sense8 is everybody everybody who is uh who has this power is called a sense8 and the power is to be able to i guess communicate with other people and can like get into the minds of other people who share the same power so they're all empaths with oh. each other yeah yeah so yeah. it's his neighbor yeah my roommate was watching this now i remember it i saw a couple episodes and it was 
It was weird. It was, it was <laughs> weird and it was bad. And part of it, so the, at one point, there are two people in the show that are really fucking tight. There's this Korean lady and there's this fucking Russian dude. And they're both fucking killers. So yeah. basically, at one point, a couple of the tr- characters are in trouble and they just take over their bodies and start oh, fucking man. shit up. And it, that was really cool. Other things that I didn't like in that show. Uh, telepathic sex scene or empathic sex scene oh. where everybody with this power is just suddenly fucking each other. Oh, that's weird. It was really fucking weird. That's yucky. Yeah. And there hey, was... you wouldn't have a mind orgy? Yeah, that's basically what it was. It was really fucking weird. Oh, man. And also, there's like a lot of live birth in the show for some reason. Why? Because that's what they do. That's what they do. And you saw it in Jupiter Ascending. Oh, yeah. And they, they had also bits of that in The Matrix. Like, yeah. coming with the egg. Yeah. Yeah. The last good there movie they made was Speed Racer. Didn't see that one. I need to see. I heard it's the visual. Tight. Yeah, I heard the visual effects in that are just amazing. A a fucking plus. Let's watch a chat. Yeah, I'm down. Sense eight. Sense eight as a whole though is just a bad show. Hey. The acting is not good. The nothing is good. Okay. No, nothing is good. In the, well, I take that back. It's not that nothing is good in the show. It's just that things that make a show a show. Those things aren't good. The <laughs> acting. The story. I mean, the the story's got, like, a little cool thing in there. There's, like, one guy who's got some weird power where if you're a sensei and he looks into your eyes, he suddenly knows where everybody is and can look through their bodies or whatever the fuck. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's, it's cool. So he's hunting everybody so he can get their powers and shit. Huh. It's really weird. All right. I fuck with it. Sure. Like, I fuck with that small portion of the story. But everything else <laughs> is fucking terrible. Yeah, I feel you. There's a lot of shows that have cool premises or cool characters that just can't fucking stand on its own. Yeah. It happens. Heroes was kind of like that for me. I feel that way about American Horror Story. Oof. (laughs) Heroes, Heroes was bad for me from the start. I was down with it originally because it was... I, I like hero origin stories and especially if it's set in a modern setting and then like you got to see you know, real life with heroes, that kind of thing. I like that juxtaposition. Save the cheerleader, save the world. Yeah, I didn't like that. (laughs) Smacking the mic. I didn't like that. Uh, And I didn't like about a third of the main characters. So it was already tenuous. And then when the writer strike happened in season two, it was, this show sucks now. (laughs) This show was like, all right, kind of cool. Then it's garbage. Fair enough. American Horror Story, I've never seen it. Oh, okay. I'm a big horror fan, so I was really excited. Like, all the trailers for it they showed were great. The opening was great, and I was really into it the first couple episodes. And then they just kept introducing more characters, and they didn't wrap up anything. They're just like, oh, here's a new ghost. Also, I... I, yeah, I could go on for hours about how much I wanted the show to be good, and it wasn't. But I also have... Uh, I guess controversial views on sex in television. Like I feel like sex scenes like ruin a lot of stuff. Like they they don't they don't need to be there. It's just they're using it for ratings. And I feel like every episode, like two or three times, I'd have sex. An American Horror Story. But it and was on network TV, right? It wasn't it like an HBO show. No, it was like FX or something. I feel like that's network television. Oh, okay. Yeah, so what I'm saying is they can't show any nudity. 
They didn't show any nudity, but it was really awkward. There was like no, a, so it's just heavily implied sex. It was gross. There was like a whole part where in the like second episode of the first season where uh, like the dad's like jacking off and like by a desk and then starts crying. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I'd watch that. Yeah, I stuck with American Horror Story for four seasons, thinking thinking it was going to get better. And then there was some weird, uh, in the circus one, there was a kid who had lobster fingers and he was just fingering women for like a side job. And I'm like, I'm fucking done. This show is dead to me and I will never watch it again. Come here and claw me, baby. (laughs) It was gross. Let me get those crustacean fingers up in here. It was so bad. That's, I feel about the same as sex, about sex in television shows. That's how I felt about the first season of Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Like, it, there's times when it drives a story, but 90% of the times it's just, oh, they're fucking on screen so you can see some tits. Yeah, You exactly. could easily just say, oh, they fucked, and that would help yeah. the or, story go on. <laughs> or even imply that they had sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can do the, the whole door closes, door opens again, and they're putting clothes on, you know? It's, yeah. Come on. Yep. We know. They also did that in Sense8, first episode. Weird, no. weird sex scene. And Excellent. there's, there. I mean, if you're into this sort of thing, there are a few gay sex scenes in there as well. See? There's, there's a Look lot Look at all the inclusivity. Of, yeah. A lot of, a lot of inclusivity. Wasn't it a trans woman? There's like a trans woman like yes. sex scene in there? That's yep. Like, and then the woman takes the dildo, throws it on the floor, and you get to see the liquid splat off That's of the disgusting. dildo. That's disgusting. That's absolutely horrid. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep, 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 yep. You you see a lot of shit in that show. All right. And it's like it's it's on the verge of being so bad that it's good. But just not quite there. <laughs> not quite there. <laughs> I Excellent. Don't, I don't watch TV shows to see sex fluids like <laughs> shoot out of people. <laughs> it's worth it. It's mm. it's, it's worth a watch. You should watch it. No, fuck yeah, fuck it. Just watch it. <laughs> go go just, watch it. Because it's fucking insane. It's insane. It's all over the place. I don't know what's going on in that show. It's so stupid. Sounds like something to get drunk to. No. One hundred percent sober. Because then, then you can stare life right in the face and say, <laughs> these people got a show so they could do this sort of thing on the internet. Not on national TV, thankfully, no. but on the internet. One of the biggest platforms on the internet, too. Nobody watched it either because it sucked. Yeah, well, like I said, I had heard nobody saying anything good about it until it got canceled. And then suddenly everyone's mad. Yeah, there was a lot of fanfare when it first came out because of the trans inclusivity thing. I mean, sure. That's cool. And all good for them. If your show sucks, it sucks. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, That's real shit. Anyway, <sighs> that it's funny because I have a rant prepared. Uh Oh, I guess it's not prepared because I don't really prepare for shit. Now we're off the cuff here. Off the cuff. Wonder woman. Oh, no. I synced it. All right. Now, let me, let me preface this by saying that it's a perfect, it's the movie's perfectly fine. Oh, okay. There's, there's nothing inherently wrong with the movie. It's just, it's an okay superhero movie. And let me say, when I say it's okay, I'm speaking from a place of a person who hates watching origin stories. I fucking hate origin stories. And we've gone over this before. They're the worst. (laughs) I don't care. And look, now, the problem that I have with Wonder Woman is that there was so much fanfare built up around 
it being like a feminist movie. This is a f- this woman. This movie represents feminism. Women around the world need to see this. Girls around the world want to see this. They need they need positive female role models in their lives because they can't look up to real people who actually exist. They need a fictional character who represents them on screen so they can strive to buy more products that <laughs> represent this one single fucking woman. Are you fucking kidding me? This is. A, it's a fucking joke, Chad. Nikki, it's a joke. I'm not even gonna ask you about it. <laughs> you know why? Because I hate when I hate when people do this shit with black people, oh, where where they ask the token the token X person as a as a representative for all of these people in the fucking world what their opinion on it is. So if you want to give your opinion, I'm not gonna stop you. But the rant's not over yet. That's okay. Mm-hmm. You went I when you started, and you're like, I hate what. And I thought you were going to say, I hate women. And I was like, what the hell? I hate women lead actresses. I hate women directors. (laughs) All of that is perfectly fine. And as as we discussed earlier, about three minutes ago, if your shit sucks, your shit sucks. Period. And now I'm not going to front on anybody saying like, yo, like everybody deserves an equal shot in Hollywood because it's difficult in that business to succeed. And in order to succeed, you have to know the right people. You have to do the right business. And a lot of companies won't allow people to succeed. They just kind of pick who they can control and who can do what. You know what I mean? That's why when you see tweets like, oh, this studio took a huge chance on a $150 million movie with this fucking little director from nowhere, part of the reason why they hire the little directors to direct big movies is because they can control what they do. Yeah. This is their first big movie. What are they going to, what, what are you going to do as a small director? What are you going to say? Oh no, I'm not. This this uh, this is an affront to my artistic integrity. This isn't my vision. You're you're paying me un- untold amounts of money, and I refuse to do what you tell me. Yeah. No, it's yes, uh, yeah, yeah, boss. <laughs> yeah, yes, massa. Uh, you you. If I was a director and you hired me to direct whatever fucking dog shit movie, let's say for instance Green Lantern, because Oof. that movie was already bad. If you would ask me and you paid me fifty million dollars and you asked me to direct that fucking piece of shit movie, I would have done it. Oh yeah, easy. Are you fu- <laughs> artistic integrity? No, 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 no. What people fail to understand is that you work your entire life. Building artistic integrity just so you can fucking sell out. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, that's all you want. All you want is somebody to come by with a fat fucking check and say, I like your work. I want to use your name so I can sell and make millions of dollars. Here's a check for your name. Although you will be associated with this work, people really know what's going on here. We're just using your name, and that's yeah. it. We're trying yeah. to win over the indie crowd. We just want we want your name. Here's money for your name. Now, you don't get any artistic freedom. You just have to do what we tell you. Is that okay? You want my name? I want your money. We're good. Yeah, exactly. That's that's all that anybody has ever wanted in their fucking lives. To be appreciated for their art and to be taken seriously and to be paid for their art. If the CW knocked on your door tonight, offered us a fat check that says, hey, you got to turn this podcast into a Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. Oh, hey, can I join? 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> only if they want you. <laughs> yeah, only if they want you. Oh, no. Because I have watched every season of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We, we would need her because it's all about inclusion now. You're right. You, we have to capitalize right. on inclusion. We have a black man. We have a black Puerto Rican man. We have a white woman. <laughs> Polish, I believe. I'm Ukrainian. Ukrainian. Close-ish. <laughs> Ukrainian. Shout outs to Jamala. 1944. Eurovision. 2016. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all anybody ever wants with their fucking art. They just want to sell the fuck out. I don't nobody no actor is toiling away in a fucking stage in the middle of butt fuck nowhere just so 10 people can watch their shitty play. Yeah, no. Nah. And if they're if they say, "Yeah, I'm an artist and I do this not for the recognition but because I love to." Fuck them. They I, know they would sell out. The the people who do that are hobbyists yeah not they're, professionals. they're not professionals they're they do it because they love it they want to do it and you know that's more power to you if you're a hobbyist and you're good at your craft that's fine but people who do things professionally they want to be recognized and how do you get recognized as an artist with a fat ass check you get you, you get sold out crowds and a sold out crowd comes with a fat ass check yeah i mean they teach that to i went to art school and that's what they teach us in school they're like have fun right now because you're gonna have to sell out as soon as you get out in like the art world yep yep you have to sacrifice so much to make what you want and if you're lucky enough let's say because we have a cosplayer in the house there's a cosplayer on patreon that makes thirty thousand dollars a month or so right we've talked about her before do you do you think that she did all that cosplay shit in the past because because she didn't want to sell out because because and this is the specific person a lot of people i know that do cosplay do it for free because because they enjoy it or whatever but here's this is this is (laughs) this is something that i'm gonna teach you here's a free fucking lesson for you 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 find yourself a hobby that you can make some fucking money off of and then you sell out as soon as you have the opportunity to you run with it. Just sell the fuck out. Well, tangents aside, I f- one of the biggest problems that I have with the current society is that everybody, it, it, like the inclusiveness, like I understand inclusivity, right? You, you want to have fair representation on TV. You know what? Here's the ideal representation. Wheels in the fucking FGC. What he has? Uh, oh. What's his? What's his actual name? Uh, Brawly legs. Brawly legs. Yeah. Now this motherfucker <laughs> has an MD, right? I, I forget. He's he's got some debilitating yeah. disability, and he is out here still whooping people's asses yeah, in fighting games. Good. He's fucking fantastic and nobody's propping him up because he's disabled right. he's earned every bit of what he's gotten right you need role models like that you don't need somebody on fucking television who is a model who's an ex-soldier who's a badass in her own right to play some fictional fucking character so your kids can ask you to buy them a product representing this fictional fucking character what yeah. you tell your kids is you go fuck yourself little kid <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry you were born because you look up to fucking fictional characters. I'm not saying I never once as a child ever, never, not once ever in my life looked at the fucking television and said, I want to be like him. 
Mm. I, will, I, I, I need to be like, I need this. Like I need, I need this product that represents this person on fucking TV because even as a child, I was cynical as fuck. Jesus. <laughs> I didn't, because all you're doing is you're putting money in the pockets of, of, of other people. Yeah. That's a, that, and you're spending money and all they're doing, it could be, it could be as sincere as they fucking want it to be. But it comes across to me as disingenuous and a, a way to just steal money from people. Same with that fucking Ghostbusters that came out a few years ago oh, yeah. or last year. Yeah, last year. That came across to me as just an opportunity to try to grab cash from people. Oh, yeah. Well, that, was, that one was obvious. That was playing off the nostalgia market. That was playing off the, the, the feminism movement, playing yep. off of all the inclusivity. We need little girls to get into this so we can expand the amount of money that we're making. Are you fucking kidding me? I just wanted to, I just wanted to fucking choke myself. <laughs> I... I the the so look the movie's not bad. Patty Jenkins is a great director. Uh, Gal Gadot is an okay actor. She does really well in this because it doesn't require a lot of acting. She's not good in Fast and the Furious. She's she's like standard what you would expect from people in those types of movies. Not actually acting, but like kind of just showing up and collecting a check, much like Tyrese, much like Ludacris, much like. Ooh, the Rock, much like wh- whoever the fuck else is in those <laughs> movies. They just stand around and they collect a check. They say things. They deliver lines. Whatever. That's 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 all they do. In this movie, she's like, quote unquote, acting. The movie is perfectly <laughs> fine. Go see the movie if you want to. I'm not saying don't watch the movie. All I'm saying is that if you, if you or anybody that you know is suffering from the debilitating disease of being hooked on fictional characters as representation for an entire group of people, then you slap the shit out of them. You slap the shit out of them because it's, it makes no sense. Why are you looking up? Like when, when somebody quotes to me, like the Scully effect, the Dana Scully effect, where more women in the world uh, decided to work as like forensic scientists because they saw Dana Scully on the X-Files. Like, my first response to that is these people are stupid as fuck <laughs> because not not only does that not represent like TV is not representative of real life at all. No. When you look at TV, whatever you see on television, that's like it's like a, maybe a fraction of the slice of what actually happens in real life. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just because somebody's doing it on TV doesn't mean that you should or can do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not to say, not to discourage people from chasing their dreams. Always chase your dreams. Whatever the fuck you want to do, go fucking try it. And do it well. Yeah, do do it to your best ability. Don't don't ever half-ass anything. Anyway. But it's not as if X-Files was anything like being an actual forensic scientist. Yes, exactly. And it, also, like, did people not know this was a job before? Right? <laughs> that's, that's all you need. All you need is... Really, in in reality, all you need to do is print out somebody a fucking catalog of all the jobs that they can have, and maybe <laughs> maybe even post something on YouTube. Just every single fucking job that has ever existed in real fucking life, and just put it up on YouTube and say, "Oh, if you're a man, you can do this. If you're a woman, you can do this." Hey, what did you know? Well, it's it's, it's a good time for everybody. This job sucks, but yeah, if you're you a man, you, you can do it. You can, it doesn't matter your sex. You can do it. Hey, 
It's so it's so annoying. Yeah. And I've always hated it. I've always hated the fact that people cling on to fiction as a represent even as like a little black baby. I looked at the TV and I said like how this I don't behave this way. No no black person that I've ever met behaves in this manner. Oh, that's right, because this is fucking television, yeah. and it doesn't mean anything. And when we were growing up, people didn't know what black people were on TV. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's an, that's actually kind of another thing that I wanted to bring up. I didn't actually fact check this, so this may or may not be true, but I could have sworn back in like the 90s, representation was fine. Yeah. You know what now, I mean? There there were was, like, there's been multiple like talks on this where before people had more options and channels representation was less of a big deal because they would have good times play and then the jeffersons you have a white show immediately followed by a black show still in prime time still one of the top tv shows and you know you could have the cosby show and uh, all in the family like back to back and no one made a, a stink about it but now people are aware of representation, so it kind of has to be like, okay, well, the white shows also have to have black people, Mexicans, etc. The black shows also have to have strong white characters, Mexicans, Asians, etc. Which is more true to life, because that was one thing that I noticed, or that my mom pointed out to me as a kid, because she loved Friends and Will and Grace. I'm pretty sure both were set in New York, and I'm also pretty sure none of them had black people as even like recurring characters. Nope, they did not. (laughs) Oh, sorry to cut you off. That's something that I watched Girls for approximately 0.5 seasons. Uh, When I realized that Lena Dunham liked to get naked, I stopped (laughs) watching it. So one thing that I noticed about Girls, and this this isn't necessarily even representative of New York at all. There's like even the extras that are walking around outside aren't people of color. Now, when I say people of color, I don't mean like when white people say like colored people, I mean minorities and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. I guess people of color actually is just saying colored people, but just yeah, in a just, longer just, way. And it means it has a different implication. You don't say colored people meaning Asians. No, no. When you say people of color, it basically just means not white. <laughs> so it, the extras walking around outside are all white people yeah that's not new york it's so fucking (laughs) weird watching that but anyway you were saying yeah basically that just that how is this supposed to be represent representative of real life when you have a story set in new york and everyone's white like this is new york city this isn't like syracuse and it's in it's in the 90s yeah it's in the fucking 90s this is before gentrification really got popping yes exactly so, yeah, there was stuff like that, but before then, that's when you could have white shows, black shows, living in harmony, and no one made us think about it. Now it's really kind of muddy, where it's like, okay, you have the Big Bang Theory, where you've got a couple of tokens, or like Modern Family, where it's you got your diversity checkboxes. Are there black people on that show? Uh Kevin Hart was a character for a while. He was on for like three or four episodes, though, right? Oh, I, you know, I kind of stopped watching. Uh-huh. I watched for a little bit. <laughs> I mean, okay, well, diversity checkboxes. I mean, you got two Colombians, some gay folk. Oh, yeah, yeah. An Asian baby. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, okay, it's, it's better than Friends. <laughs> just a piece of paper and a blizzard. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. 
Nikki, you have anything to add to that? I agree with you mostly on it. So well, mostly like, challenge my points, lady. What's, what's <laughs> going on? So I want to hear the woman's opinion. Oh, <laughs> you're so fiery. Um, if you don't have anything to add. I don't really have anything to add. Like, <laughs> okay. not, not enough to argue with. Like, the only thing I think is, I agree you shouldn't look up to fictional characters, but, like, it's also, like, I, it's nice to see it, which you explained before like it'd be nice if we just had like a job list of like all the jobs you could do because sometimes people don't it doesn't click in their head like oh i can do that so that's really it yeah everything else is pretty you did good oh thank <laughs> good you job. thank you you know what raise your kids better there you go and don't make sure they don't look up to fictional characters and believe me when I sell the fuck out in approximately four years, we'll see. You know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. When I sell the fuck out, you better believe that I'm going to be out here prying people for their diversity money. Oh, I've got a black lady over here. Black lady. I've got a black lady, and she's not. <laughs> she's not sassy or Ooh. gato. Ooh. So you're gonna buy my product or what? And then I'm gonna be like, yo. I've got my fucking trans people over here. Oh my god! But no, no liquids coming off the dildo, Playboy. No, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, no liquids. No liquids. Oh jeez. Strict zero fluids rule. Do you think superheroes mean as much today as they did in the 1940s or the 1930s or the night or even the like 1960s or 1920s? They don't. They, they don't have the same cultural impact. No. So celebrating the fact that there's finally a Wonder Woman movie outside of the fucking achievement that there's finally a Wonder Woman movie after she dropped in the 1940s or something. Yeah. That Outside of that, I don't see anything here to celebrate. Yeah, okay, cool. There are fucking women in the movie. No, there is something to celebrate here. What? DC made a movie that wasn't terrible. Oh, yeah. I mean, like the I would say what the last three have been bad. The oh, yeah. last two have been bad. It, I'm, but Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight series. Oh yeah, no, was the fine. Dark Knight series. That's that's like adjacent to everything. We don't. That's on another dimension. <laughs> Every other DC movie. <laughs> yeah. Green Lantern was bad. Man of Steel was bad. Justice. Uh, Dawn of Justice, Dawn of was, Justice bad. was bad. Yeah. Yeah, they were. They have a host of bad movies. Yeah. So on a completely different subject, Nikki, you haven't truly introduced yourself. Tell the people who you are and why you're oh, on this show. Shit, <laughs> we we should have done. Damn, there was I fucked this up so bad. Yeah. <laughs> um. So my name's Nikki. I work as a compositor. Uh, I was working on Grimm for three seasons, which was really fun. And I'm more known, though, for doing cosplay, and my cosplay handle is Piggy Nucka, and I cosplay from fighting games and rhythm games and anime. <laughs> yeah. And I do really cool wigs. I'm really, really good at wigs. She's pretty good at wigs. I do wig commissions. If you need a wig, hit me up. They're not cheap. If you want to prep your <laughs> Dana Scully disguise, yeah, go pretend to be a fucking forensic whatever the fuck she was and go hang out with some weird dude in a basement <laughs> if, you, if you're trying to chill with david Duchovny, yeah be, but before californication yes when he was actually out here he changed his life completely he was some weird nerd sitting in a basement who believed in aliens and then he came out and started getting pussy it happens man god damn david Duchovny changed his life yeah i need that four-step program 
yeah, if someone could call call up D- young Duchovny and let us know how to get on his level of, you know, Mulder to Californication would be great. Yep. Yep. Let yep. us know. That'd be perfect. So, Nikki. Hey. Nikki. How'd you get into cosplay? <laughs> um, I went to my first convention in 2004. I'm from a very small farm town, so I didn't know those existed until one of my friends went. And I saw all these people dressing up, and I got really excited and wanted to do it myself. I ran my first cosplay was the following year in 2005, and I cosplayed Ruby Moon from Cardcapture Sakura. You know all of Clamp's manga very, very well. Yeah, Chet. like... Um Attack on Titan. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Clonad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Clonad. Is Gantz? No, no. He, <laughs> I was when you guys first started talking about anime, Chet kept saying all these anime were by Clamp. It was Escaflone, I think, and it pissed me off. And I messaged him in the middle of listening to it. I was like, Escaflone isn't by Clamp. I hate you. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm yeah. pre- I know. I'm pretty sure Clamp at least did some character no, design. No, they did not. <laughs> <laughs> How did it get to the point where you're internet famous? You're doing. I'm not you're, internet okay, famous. Not internet famous. <laughs> you got thousands of followers on all your social medias. Internet famous. <laughs> internet fame. Um. Well, I kept. I it was really fun, so I kept doing it. Being a little nerd child who liked anime way too much, and. I my mom was making all my costumes for me starting out and when I went off to college, oh she's faking it she faked it she faked it I'm gonna post on whatever internet forum those fucking cosplay excuse nerds me, excuse are excuse me this this show is canceled this is real nerd hours I didn't realize we had a fake nerd on it <laughs> fake gamer girl fake cosplay girl not making my own costumes that was before Taobao even existed that's when you had to enslave your mothers yeah. to make your costume I know you did that too Chet oh, you yeah. fake nerd <laughs> I don't know how to sew nerd. I buy my shit I I also just ask people and they do it like me like you <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed it. And my mom, uh, when I went to college, she said, I'm not making your costumes anymore because she was driving three hours up to Portland to fit me in my costumes and sew them for me so I could go to the anime conventions and have a good time. And she ended up kind of teaching me how to sew. It was more like she taught me how to read a pattern and how to use a machine. And then she just threw the pattern at me and said, have fun. Figure it out. <laughs> That's sick. Yeah, and then I realized I really like sewing. It's really fun. So I just kept with it, and I really like building props. I really like seeing something and kind of fabricating it to be in real life. And that just kind of went from there. And once I went to art school, drawing used to be my hobby. And then it kind of went down the shitter once all my teachers made me hate drawing. Yeah, when you start having to do your hobby professionally, you stop Treating it like a hobby. Pretty much. So then that's when I kind of started shifting over to cosplay since I didn't like drawing anymore because it helped me get my creative juices out and flowing. And yeah, the I'm first... pretty sure that breaks our no fl- fluids. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no no creative fluids either. That's, yeah. mm. My creative no. dust there you go. shot out of my pores. <laughs> and... <laughs> that's almost grosser. <laughs> uh, and then I, I guess the first time I got kind of recognized on the internet was when Pokemon Jijinka first came about, and I did a Victory Bell cosplay, which was kind of sexy because they Your drew titties her. Was all out. My titties were really out because they, they drew her as a man eater, and I thought that was really funny. 
And then suddenly my boobs were all over the internet and I got really embarrassed real quick. My mother called it soft quote porn. <laughs> my mom called me a porn star and it embarrassed me. And then I covered myself for two years because I was too embarrassed to show myself. <laughs> and now I'm just, my titties are everywhere. Yeah. Pro tip, it's it's not all the titties. No. You'll be very disappointed. Most of, them, most of them are in artist renderings that don't actually resemble you. When I'm a pink <laughs> marshmallow hippo woman. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> yeah, you, you fine folks may remember Nikki as being the cover art for one of our episodes. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> yes. That might I say, fantastic art, exquisite. I actually have it hanging on a wall in my bedroom. <laughs> I'll, I'll get you a canvas print of the other one, Denzel, so you can yes, hang it up right next yes. to it. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, he, ma'am. Merry Christmas. He hasn't Aww. done anything since the the last one, huh? No, he, he Not said. Since pink season. Yeah, no, he said he was going to draw more, and then he just didn't, which I'm okay with. Okay, so speaking of weird-ass dudes from the internet, what kind of interactions have you had with people who are a little too into you? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot. Chet gets uh, screen caps or out loud readings of each one. Um, do, do you have any on deck right now? Oh, yeah, I got one last night. <laughs> got some hot, hot, hot shit. Oh, we got a fresh one for you. Okay. Hot shit, hot shit. Um, a guy last night messaged me and said, here we go. Uh, he messaged me initially and said, your outfit looks good from every single angle. Do you know how come love? And I said, thank you. And I didn't, I thought he was like talking about maybe a show or something. And, um, I, I, so I questioned it and then he responded with, because the prettiest girl in life has so much self-esteem, especially when her outfits are so tiny that it would drive her father to fall to his knees with every flick of her hair or jiggle of her heels. She can send hundreds of men to their eminent death. And the sound of her little girl voice saves the people every time she says something sweet, even though she's much too young and filly to re recognize her potential. Does that make sense to you, princess? <laughs> and then he followed up with a very important question. How does it feel to be over 18? <laughs> Yo, that's pretty fucking good. That's so good. As, as somebody who's on the outside of the situation, I can laugh at it. Oh, Chet no. laughed at it too I last night. pretty hard. I love Jiggle. Of your heel. Jiggle, you, yeah. I said to my best friend, and he was like, I was expecting jiggle of your breast, and that's then it was followed by jiggle. heel. Yeah, yeah. Jiggle yeah, of your heel. heel. Oh, is inflated heels starting to become a thing? Yo, if it isn't, it's about to be. Oh, Chet's going to start that piggy knucka inflated heel inflated art. Inflated heel. Yo, I got so many cosplay friends. I'm just going to do inflation heels. All oh, y'all. Oh, jeez. Oh. God damn. But yeah, I get a message like that about once a week. Sometimes they're. Sometimes they're more, depending on what I've posted recently. That so. one was really high on the entertaining factor and pretty low on the creepy factor. So that was kind of like the golden. Yeah, that was hilarious. That was just perfect. Yeah. Um, creepy. Uh, there's a guy who messages me constantly because he wants to see my navel. <laughs> um, he would ask me, he would send me actually drawings of World of Warcraft characters and ask me to do poses of them in cosplays I've done. And I'd tell him like, why? It's not like the character. And he'd say, I want to see your navel. He'd uh, ask me to draw where my navel was on pictures of my cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, girl, where's that little hole at? Oh, jeez. Uh, there's 
a guy who really likes the idea of me stepping on little people and eating them. <laughs> He's in the giantesses. And vor. And vor. He tries to hide it behind the ruse that he's writing a story. I mean, he might actually be writing this story, but your man's is just into it regardless. I hope he doesn't listen to this. I I mean, if he does. Hey, all right, look. If you're listening, weird guy who likes weird stuff, (laughs) this is is me, Denzel, talking to you. I need you to cool it. Just scale it back a little bit, okay, buddy? friend, we're here for you. Yeah, just, you know what? Maybe chill out a little bit. That's weird shit. I mean, did it ever cross your mind that normal people don't ask for that kind of stuff? I mean... Look, I'm not calling you crazy or weird. I'm just saying that I don't. It's not. It's fairly uncommon. And here's a golden star for you, friend. You're unique. Now, <laughs> can we can we get you to tone down that uniqueness a little bit, and don't don't involve anybody else in your uniqueness? Maybe keep it to yourself. Maybe maybe find a nice wife. <laughs> Find a nice a, woman. A small, who, a, nice, a small woman. No, a nice. No, oh, oh, sorry, woman. giant woman. Just find find a nice six seven woman who won't mind you writing stories about her stomping on people to death and then eating them. <laughs> Remember, you are unique. You are special, friend. I, I think the the part that kind of gets me about that whole that about that guy and the way he approaches you is that he's not upfront about it like we've been on the internet we know what vor is we know about gigantism porn and that is a fetish and i mean if you're into that that's fine that's up to you the main point that i agreed with you denzel is don't get other people involved in it pretty much like, like yeah. i i appreciate when i mean anybody just likes compliments and knowing people appreciate them but don't go into your wild fantasies about me stepping on you it's and eating you and crawling it, it, into my belly button and shit oh, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> that actually like gave me the willies a <laughs> jeez that's fucking awful your man ain't slick like, he's not being upfront about it, and he's trying to be slick. I had to tell a dude at Fanime this past weekend. He was he was filming two of my friends. They were real drunk, and he had his phone down. I feel like I told this story already. <laughs> okay, I, I, I didn't it. hear it. I had added the episodes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> So this dude, he's filming two of my friends because they're they're attractive and very drunk. So they're like kind of play fighting out outside in the lobby area. And he's got his phone like down by his hip. And my other friend's like, yo, that dude's filming them right now. And I'm like, yo, word. And I look and I can see him like I could see them on his screen. So I step in front of them and he like tries to pivot around me and I'm looking like right at him. And he's like, oh, hey, how's your fan going? I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, pretty good. Oh, and uh, you ain't slick. And he's wearing like a suit and he's like, oh, you don't, you don't think I look sharp? I'm like, oh, no, I mean, you look fine, but you know what I'm talking about. And he's like, oh, I don't know. And he puts his phone away like all, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Y'all ain't slick. <laughs> See, this is, this is one of those fucking weird nerd problems, dog. Like, yo, like it's. 
it's cool to be like into your voyeurism shit, but look, this is this is how you really handle this, and this is how uh, your old, old boy who does the orgy shit handles shit, <laughs> right? He he does it all via Snapchat, right? Yeah, all yeah. via Snapchat, and like presumably the girls are okay with him filming. Uh, otherwise, like he would have been castrated long ago. Oh yeah, no, like one trick to doing something like that is to be really open about it. The guy who pointed the yes. other dude filming to me, he was on Periscope live the day prior, just live streaming everything. Just, yo, it's lit. Like if he was doing that, no problem. No problem. None whatsoever. But because but, he's out here being all sneaky about it, like that's weird now. Yeah, yeah. You 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 make yourself more obvious when you try to be sneaky. Yeah. All you have to do is pretend like you belong somewhere and nobody's going to fucking quit. If he was out here just filming like a normal person, would you have said anything to him? No, no. If he had it up and like was providing commentary, if he had himself in the shot, you know, whatever. But you can't get that good, good ass in there. No, hey, that's a good, good ass. <laughs> I, honestly, I thought you were going to start it. Or you were going to say something else. I thought you were going to say something else. Because when you said he had his phone low, I was like, oh, no, please tell me he wasn't trying to get upskirts out here. Oh, no. She was wearing yoga pants, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't, don't, I wasn't don't, there either. Don't. Yeah. Spots hella like dumbbells and shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Bars. Bars. Sorry. I don't know <laughs> yeah. about working out. Yeah, that's yeah. why I'm chubby. Yeah. No, no, we're getting there. We're working on it. <laughs> Damn, Chet, that's cold blooded. She knows we're working on it. I, I want to. I, I want to work on it. So yeah. no, no more chicken nuggies. No more tendies. Yeah. I got no more good boy points. You, you got to eat like an adult. You got to fucking Life eat salads Life and like hard. learn what a pin, uh, pinchasa, pinchasa. I have. Yeah. It's a cut of meat. It's a top sirloin cap. Gotcha. Yeah, it's Brazilian Brazilian steak. You gotta eat eat like an adult. You eat steaks. Well, she can't do cow. I can't so. eat. I can't eat red meat. Why not? Because I grew up on a farm, and uh, when I was twelve, I walked out and watched a cow get butchered, and it really effed me up. So <laughs> it basically I, beef I does to her what pork does to you well because i stopped eating it and now i don't have the enzymes to digest it in my tummy anymore so i get the hell of shits whenever i eat red meat it's bad <laughs> fair enough all right well anyway i've got a, i'm full of con stories but one i thought of while chet was talking about uh dude filming girls i remember one convention i was at soccer con and i was in uh this costume, Black Hanekawa from Bakemonogatari, which is this cat jammies with hella cleavage with the cat ears and shit. And uh, this guy came up to me and took a couple pictures of me. And typically, sometimes photographers will come show you the photos on their camera after. And I said, those are really good. Could I get your card? They Usually people will have like business cards so you can contact them so I could get the pictures from you later. And he said, no, these are for my private collection and winked and then fucking skipped away from me. <laughs> <laughs> fucking kill me. See, all right. You at home listening, when you when you hear this, this is, this is real life shit. And this isn't like a rare occurrence. People are just fucking weird People at these are weird as fuck, man. conventions, dog. Yeah, I've got. Oh god, I got right. stories. <laughs> next one. Next one. Next story. Uh, this one's a. This was with con people, but it wasn't at a convention. It was at a party. Uh, a guy walked in and he was wearing a Travis touchdown jacket. I'm a big Suda Fifty One fan, so I commented and I said, "Hey, I love No More Heroes. You're cool, man." Fist bumped at him. Then later, I'm standing in the party drinking with my friends, and the dude. 
crawls towards me on the ground, <laughs> hugs my legs and plants his face directly in my crotch. <laughs> and I'm kind of stunned and I go, what the fuck is going on? And my friends immediately like rip him off me and throw him outside and are like, what the fuck are you doing? And he proceeded to curl up in a ball and start crying. And he's like, I'm so fucked up. And then vomited on his shoes. <laughs> my best friend was standing by the sliding glass door. He was right by laughing and filming him the whole time. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, God. That was not a cosplay story, but I, I thought w- about that immediately. <laughs> I wonder if that's ever worked for him. <laughs> the old crawl up to the crawl up to their feet and put the face in the crotch maneuver. Yeah, works for me every time. Damn, God, he gr- just doesn't have the swagger to pull it off. It I, happens. Nor does he have a girlfriend. Nor does he have a girlfriend. Yeah, I could probably pull that off. Yeah, you probably could. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Um, I also remember, actually, it was the con I was wearing that first sexy Victory Bell cosplay, which I was, uh, I'm a Tom, I'm kind of a tomboy, so I don't wear stuff like, uh, back in the past, I didn't wear stuff like that at all. And I actually got called to con ops because they thought I was going to fall out of my costumes, but I had that shit taped on so badly that I ended up ripping the skin off my boobs and bleeding in my bra later. But that's a story for another time. Uh, But the guy who was taking me there, like, kept, like, staring at me, like, weird. And I was like, yo, dude, what's up? And he's like, I need to, I need to check you out. Like, and he was like, they needed to get a female to, like, inspect my costume, because that's usually how cons go. And he was being real fucking weird, like, peeping down. And he's like, I wish I could take you back to my room and stuff like that. It was gross. Bro, if you're working for a con, never say that ever. I got him Also, don't say that. (laughs) Fuck Fuck him. Are you kidding me? Oh, Jesus. I was a small little baboo. I was like 19, I think, when that happened. It was. That sounds right. Yeah. I wonder if that's ever worked for him. (laughs) I mean, like, I don't know, dude. That that kind of shit. Oh, God. I just want to tear my fucking eyes out. Jeez. Have some tact, (laughs) y'all. I mean, like, look. Let me let me just go out on a limb and say, being thirsty has never worked for anyone, no. it, except in the attrition move. Y- yes, attrition can work, but you have to you got to play it right. Even then, yeah, that's you can't true. be like super desperate all the time because then then you're just talking about like oh I'm in the friend zone. Oh jeez! Oh my god! All the people. The friend zone has been carpet bombed. It's unbelievable. It's desolate here. There's no water. I am so thirsty. You mentioning the friend zone just reminded me of how many guys were so pissed off when you started dating me and they didn't even get a chance. They, they were, never had a chance, they, dog. I was in that shit. They were messaging Jesus. They were messaging me like, I've been sitting here waiting for the moment to come and get you and I didn't even get a chance. This guy moved in before no. I even got a chance. And it was bad. They're not my friends anymore. I cannot tell you how many times I've like heard from third parties of like, yo, fuck this dude. How come... He gets in there. Well, I was sitting on. The- That's not how life works, dog. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awful. These these all sound like very awful things. Being yeah. a girl is awful. Being a girl is. <laughs> <laughs> you have unique challenges that we will never face. <laughs> Luckily for me, I mean, like on the other hand, 
if I could show some dick cleavage and get free drinks, <laughs> I'd be about it. Show just one ball. Just one ball. <laughs> just have a little window there. Just open it, open it a little bit. Let people see. We've got a subreddit. You can join the subreddit. You can subscribe. You can subscribe Whoa. to the subreddit at realnerdhours.reddit.com. You can follow the show on Twitter at xrealnerdhours. You can follow the show on Facebook or like the show on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Real Nerd Hours podcast because some asshole has Real Nerd Hours and I don't know who because the page is locked. <laughs> the squad, uh, whatever. Oh, you can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash Real Nerd Hours. Where I, tonight, as part of my 30 days of podcasting, will be telling my racist bar experiences. Which isn't uncommon if you're a black man. Yeah, no, shit happens. <laughs> yes, indeed. Our first question comes from Sensual Storm. Mm -hmm. You mentioned fan fiction in the last episode. Have you ever read any so bad it's good? No. Yes. Yeah. I have one. I can I you can go first. I want to read the first couple lines of this one. Well, so he continues to say a friend showed me a fanfic called Sonic High School a few years ago. Oh. And it sent me down a rabbit hole of the room tier fan fiction. Yeah, there's there's like a whole subgenre of fanfic that is just garbage writing, and it is amazing. I don't like fanfic at all. I just never got into it, but I love shitty fanfic. In fact, if any of y'all want to, if you want to start a thread on the subreddit about shitty fanfic, that would be awesome because I've got a few. If y'all got some, please. But my favorites are some of the classics, like My Immortal, which is a Harry Potter fanfic that is incredible. Uh, if, you, if you're not familiar with it, just check it out. It's about this girl with a self-insert, but she's like super edgy and it's amazing. And horrible spelling. Oh, the worst. <laughs> and another one of my favorites was actually one of the first ones I ever heard of was uh, Half-Life, Full Life Consequences. <laughs> It's probably written by a child, and it's it's a Half Life fanfic, and it's about uh, Gordon Freeman's brother, <laughs> Jordan Freeman. No, it's uh, John Freeman. Oh. I know, I know. It could have been better. It's a missed opportunity right there. There's a YouTube video of a reading of it, and it's done very well. I will put the link in the description in the in the show notes. Go check it out. It's amazing. And if you need more suggestions for more fanfics, I got a million of them and I want more. Perfect. I also don't read fanfictions too much. I'm not a big fan, but my favorite fanfiction of all time is purposefully bad and hilarious. It's called Gurren Jesus. It's a Bible and Gurren Lagan crossover. <laughs> I just want to read the first um, four parts of it. They're very short sentences. One day, in Gurren Lagann, Kamina died, and everyone was sad, but there was a bright flash of light, and Jesus appeared. Hey, Kamina, it's Jesus. What's up? Said Jesus. Thanks, Jesus. I have returned to life, said Kamina. You're too cool to die, said Jesus, who bumped fists with Kamina. And it only gets better from there. Uh, yeah, I will say that Hitler makes an appearance. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Look, I don't I don't read fan fiction uh, mainly because it's not good. There was a, actually 
one extremely good fan fiction that I did did listen to. They did like a reading of it via podcast. It's mm-hmm. called Harry Potter and the Methods of Rationality. It's got a real douchey name, but like some real dope shit happens in it. All right. And it's good listening for a long road trip. And there's a gun in it. That, was, a, that was one of my main problems as a fucking <laughs> normal Harry Potter. There was nobody with a gun. They could have solved a lot of problems with a gun. Yo, just shoot that guy. Yeah. <laughs> They could, they really could have. Yeah. And like, what are you? you there's no fucking spell to stop a bullet. How I mean, you can? There's probably force field spells, but you got to be faster than a bullet. Yes. Yeah. And you're not gonna stop a fucking bullet, hey. dog. I'm telling you. Uh, next question comes from Dark underscore 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 Void That's from the, the void. subreddit. <laughs> what is your favorite UK rapper? I tried to send some out to you on Twitter with hashtag hashtag tunes for denzel or excuse me tunes tunes for denzel got some Uh, mighty good tunes bro i i i don't listen to any uk rappers in particular i just kind of listen to whatever comes up on a grime playlist yeah i've i've heard some but i can't name any that i've listened to like on the regular i've heard some tunes i've heard some tunes but yeah no there's none that i can really say that i'm a fan of Right tunes, bruv. Wax a tunes, bruv. Uh, yeah, if, I mean, if you want right to keep sending prop. stuff, just feel free. Send some right proper. Right, right proper tunes, bruv. You guys talking like that makes me think of Reggie Watts. Does he count? <laughs> Reggie Watts is American as oh, he fuck. Is? Okay, yeah. he just does a really good Brit, like British impression. Excellent. <laughs> All right, Eric Lester wants to know: Are you guys hype about E3, or do you think E3 is a massive pile of garbage? A little bit of both, I guess. I'm not excited about E3. I've never been excited about E3. I like the announcements. Like, it is cool. But I know that E3 is, like, the pinnacle of expectations versus reality. Like, everything they're selling you is a crock of shit. It looks cool. And I, I, I like getting excited about it. Except I know that it is all lies. I just want more Death Stranding footage. You want more babies on a beach? I do. I need them oil-covered babies. Mm. I'm really excited for that game. <laughs> I, much like, uh, I don't know if I've ever explained this in the past, but I don't get excited for things anymore because, as Chet mentioned, things are more than likely lies. Yeah. That's just the reality of, Shout of out the to game. No Man's Sky. Yeah, it's especially No Man's Sky. But can't you believe our boy Kojima? No. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. You don't like Metal Gear Solid. Okay, never yeah. mind. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, like, yeah, it looks cool. Like, the trailer looks cool. And the 45-minute long cutscene that'll be in, it'll probably be really nice. You want to see Norman Reedus's dick? Because I do. No. <laughs> no. Don't think he's an attractive man. I don't really I'm putting either. that on record. <laughs> I can only think of him from the Blade 2 days. Oh, man. <laughs> God damn. No, I don't like <laughs> e, the only time I was excited about E3 was when I managed to get an industry pass and I sold it for three hundred dollars. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that shit that shit was seriously frowned upon back in the day. Like people would be really yeah. upset if you sold your E three badge. But fuck them suck my dick from the back i made three hundred dollars and promptly bought beer because i made the sale at angel city brewery in downtown <laughs> los angeles so fuck you if you don't like it damn but if you like it, yeah, you know, get your hustle yeah, on. Lie to people. Lie to them until you get your industry badge. That's that's it's the key. It's pretty easy to get an industry badge, too. Yeah, did you get one? 
No, I've never tried. I just know the process. Oh, crap. I just realized I can get industry badges for San Diego Comic-Con, I guess. <laughs> I mean, is for it next too late? year. I yeah. don't know. I, it's way too late for it. this year. Because they told me, like, my work told me last year I could have done it because I worked on Grimm. Yeah, you absolutely could have Damn it. Done. I'm pissed. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although, well, we'll talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Willie wants to know, what do you guys think of about weeaboos? I am a weeb. <laughs> I hate them. No, I think they're <laughs> subhuman filth. They should all be corralled and murdered. I'm just kidding. Round them all up. No, weeaboos, as, as a fan of weeaboo-related things, weeaboos really piss me off because I don't want them representing me. You know, if I say, oh, yeah, I watch some anime, I don't want people to picture the body, hilo, body pillow dudes. Like, I don't need that. I don't need that association. I distance myself as far as I can. So, I mean, yeah, if you want to rock, you can rock. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not one to stop you from living your life. But fuck, I wish you were into something that I wasn't. Chet, do you, what are you going to do when I get my body pillow? Burn it? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, as far as I, as far as my feelings about weeaboos, I don't really care because I live my life in a certain amount of privacy to where people don't really know me like anybody who would have like an effect on my life really doesn't know me like nobody at my work knows that i have a podcast like half of my friends i don't know most of my friends don't know that i have a podcast because like i don't post it on facebook because i don't expect them to listen i'll talk about that on the 20 to 20 as well there you go friends 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 (laughs) at least at least they were honest and said they wouldn't listen i said yeah okay I, I don't really I don't really judge any of my friends who don't listen to this because I know not everyone is into podcasts yeah exactly and, like it took me a while to be turned on to podcasts and that didn't start until until I had a desk job really <laughs> and I had time to sit there and listen to something for an hour and a half continuously and you know but yeah. you know that's not for everyone you know whatever definitely not definitely not but anyway yeah no Nope. Yeah. Weeaboos are weeaboos are a okay, I guess. Yeah, I, I have a. It's like for me because I feel like I am a weeaboo. Would you say I am, Chad? No. no. Okay. You're on the cusp. I'm on you're the cusp. Close. I'm. It's when you're. I don't like the socially inept weeaboos who like Naruto run around and. Oh, it's Naruto running through all the high pitched voice. Yeah, that kind of stuff and. I have known people. I want a body pillow really bad, but I'm not going to take it out on a date. <laughs> I did take. You did, however, buy a cake for Nozomi. And I did. Eat it. And I have my acrylic stand of Nozomi in my bag so I can take her out to dinners. Yeah, I don't know if we can do this. It's okay. She's small, Chad. It's not a fucking body pillow. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if this is a thing that can happen. <laughs> Denzel, you're looking at me with such disgrace. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm glad I don't have to go out with you. I mean... <laughs> to be fair, I don't do that when Chet's out with me. I do it yeah, when I no. go out with my other idol loving friends. Yeah, and we do that. with our other garbage friends. Yeah. Look, that kind of behavior around me will not be tolerated. No. Like, and to if, be fair, I did take it out because I was at a sushi restaurant called Nozomi. In San Diego? Yes. Yeah. Yep. So... Yeah. Fair enough. I had to get some photo ops. Oh, jeez. All right. Well, <laughs> fucking kill me now, please. 
I don't know how to say this. L I Q X T A L. Lick Extal. Okay, sure. Yeah, all right. Have you guys ever been up to PAX Prime? I imagine it's pretty different than Comic Con or Anime Cons, but it was pretty lit when I went. So we have. I've technically been to an out of state con, but we basically don't travel outside of California for conventions. Uh, when we go to Evo, but that's a tournament that don't really count. I went to Komori Con for a night. Um, oh, you went to AkiCon. AkiCon, sorry. The Rapist DJ Con. Yeah, Rapist DJ Con. Okay. Backstory, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, AkiCon is a convention in Bellevue, Washington. And a few years back, a DJ was accused i don't know if he was actually the charges were actually pressed but uh for raping a freshly 18 year old girl at the convention and ever since then the con went really really downhill because everybody started boycotting it after that because the con started trying to defend that the dj was okay Uh, look as somebody who knows somebody who was accused of rape this is like that shit really gets my goat. Do you remember when your man's Lyle? Yes. That shit, the con itself put, put out, out a statement. statement. I was like, yo, like, how are you going to get out here and call this man a rapist when, like, look, far be it from me to question anybody who's levering charges. But if you're not going to the police and you're just going around telling people that somebody's a rapist, then, like, what the, f- like, yeah. what the fuck no, are you no, really like, doing okay. out here? Okay, to be fair, I... I think this happened, and the DJ was a convicted sexual predator. Right. Yeah. He, 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 yeah. In, in this Prior instance, yeah. yes. But, well, well yeah. like even previously to the con happening, he was he was listed as uh, assaulting a minor in sexual ways, and the con hired him as a DJ. Jesus Christ! Yeah, why? Why would they do that? I, I don't There's know. A lot of minors that go to cons. <laughs> That's fucking but, awful. Yeah. I, that, that whole Lyle thing still gets me a little heated. Yeah. I just want to f- go and beat the shit out of everybody I was, involved. I was there with him the day that he was accused. Like, the day that it went down that he got accused for. Mm-hmm. I was in the room with him. I'm like, I can attest to you. I can tell you the whole story behind this. And prove <laughs> this isn't real. Jesus and if Christ. anything, she could have gotten in, in legal trouble. Because she was giving alcohol to a minor. Alcohol to a minor. And also defamation because she was slandering his name and it did ruin some career opportunities for him as a DJ. That shit. Good shit. Yeah. To jump back though, I almost went to PAX Prime and you fucking ruined it because I started dating you when I got tickets. I was you supposed, still could have gone. I couldn't have because then I had to move out of the house I was in so I had to sell the tickets that I had gotten. Yeah, you still could have gone. <laughs> Fair enough. No, yeah, no, but I would like, I would like to go, but it, it's pretty similar to Comic Con. It's hard to get tickets. Yeah, fuck that. I, I mean, I'm I'm beyond the age in which I'm really that pressed to try to get tickets. Like, I'm not gonna hire a team of bots to buy up like thirty or forty tickets or whatever. I mean, you could sell them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I could. There's that. I hear it's not that fun anymore, anyways, because it's so crowded. Like, you can't get into like any panels and really the only good thing to do is to go around the dealer's hall and get the free like exclusive pack swag and like the p and the cosplayer i know it's not good for cosplayers which are most of my friends they complain about how people are really uh 
oblivious to their surroundings and a lot of costumes break because people are like pushing to try to get oh this thing's over here we got to yeah, get there yeah. right now so the so only comic con yeah the only people i hear that have a good time are the people who get a badge get a bunch of swag and then turn the profit on their badge like triple yeah okay <laughs> Fair enough. I will be at Mag West, though. Yeah, I'm pretty me sure. Me too. Me three. Uh, actually, on that, Infinite Combo might be playing Mag West. Hey, let's hope so. Yeah, we, I, I'm not going to go too much into details, but there's a chance we'll be playing. Fingers crossed. Nothing's nothing's in stone yet, but hey, we might be there. So keep let's, an eye out. Let's hope so. Samurai Jack, the face ripper. Wants to know hot moms from TV, past or present, that you'd like to hit up. There's a lot of hot moms on TV. Be very careful with your answer. Your girlfriend is right here. No, it's okay. I got my own hot moms I want to bang. <gasps> Fucking kill me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the short list. Uh, first, most recent. Not technically a mother, but she's a mother figure. Aunt May from Spider-Man Homecoming. Marissa Tomei could get it anytime. Any time from my cousin Vinny forward, she got it. There's uh, Gloria Pritchett from Modern Family. Sofia Vergara. All day and tomorrow. All day. And Eva Longoria from Desperate Housewives. She was a mother. And was she a mother in that? I, I looked it up on a Hot Moms thing, and I was like, oh, pff, easy. <laughs> <laughs> I had to be certain. And uh, yeah, Eva Longoria, mother or not, she could get it. I don't. I don't. I don't know. All right. Jessica Alba. She's a mother now. Oh, yeah. In real life. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she's ever played one on TV. I don't know. I don't know. She looks kind of young to be playing the motherly role. Does uh does Mandy Moore have kids? Oh, Probably. I, yo, young Helen Mirren? Oh, Jesus yo, Christ. Yo. I'm sure she played a mother somewhere. I'm sure, yeah. Helen Mirren today could get it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Sorry, I have I don't have a good answer to this question because okay. like I don't watch sitcoms or shows with mother figures. I only watch violence. I, I basically watch live leak twenty four seven. Did you see that decapitation last week? Yeah, man, she was lit. So is it okay if they're all cartoon moms or anime no, no, moms? No. Damn it! No, no, it's not okay. <laughs> We but don't, Dexter's mom's really hot from Dexter's lab. No, Dexter's mom's okay, thick. Okay, enough of that. Enough <laughs> of the cartoons, God damn it. This is, are you, see, this, this is the exact problem with weeaboos. Exact problem. Cartoons aren't real people. You can't, like, not to say that Chet or I have any real chance of having sex with any of the women that we've mentioned, but at least they exist in this plane of reality. <laughs> There I, is technically a possibility. I <laughs> could dress Chet up as the hot moms I want to bang and get what I want. It's not going to be the same effect. <laughs> <laughs> They're not even going to be the same people. They're not. It's not the. You're just dressing them up like cartoon characters. I suppose. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Oh man. Uh, he follows up by asking if we fuck with uh, Battle Royale and if we've seen Ricky O. Oh, I love Ricky O. Ricky O is the shit, man. <laughs> I love that shit. I haven't oh, seen that. I need, I, I need to sit down a bunch of y'all and just screen Ricky O. R-I-K-I-O-H. Ricky O. Yeah. It's possibly one of the manliest movies ever made. It's great. It's kind of like probably the closest thing to an actual live action Fist of the North Star without being the live action Fist of the North Star. Very true. 
I fuck with Battle Royale hard. So I love the movie. I bought the novel and read it. It's so good. I love it. Child, Chet, you, you made me watch the movie. You didn't did like it or didn't? No, I liked it. Okay. Yeah, I honestly can't say if I like the movie or the book more because they wrote a a part in specifically for Beat Takeshi in the first movie of Battle Royale and he's really good. I yeah. think he honestly like makes the movie like He's so good. <laughs> Is that the old guy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. He's the teacher. So the teacher doesn't exist in the novel. It's actually, um, who is he? He's a general of the army. Basically, Beat Takeshi takes his role, um, but they're like totally different people. Like, uh, there's not the whole backstory with the him with the students and them being violent and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I like the movie. The movie yeah. was cool. I mean, I haven't seen it in a few years, but it's it's still good. I don't. Know. I like it a lot. Uh, I actually hate um, Hunger Games, kind of, because <laughs> when it came out, I was like, "This is some battle royale ripoff." I'm pissed. I mean, <laughs> it basically was. The premise of it is pretty similar. Like when you get when you get down to it yeah, yeah very true and i don't know i i never read the books or anything but the fucking battle royale book is good there you should go. buy it i think viz brought it over here and it's really good all right yeah yeah banana helly wants to know what is your best summer oh okay so i have a really long answer for this i'm gonna try and truncate it as much as i can but basically the summer of 2005 so that was the summer between my freshman year and sophomore year in high school was basically my sexual revolution. (laughs) (laughs) Chet found his groove like he's fucking Stella. He got his fucking groove back and shit when he was 15 years old. Like some old fucking soccer mom out here. (laughs) Fucking just, oh, I got my hair did, got my nails did. I just recently got divorced. It's time to go find me a man. God damn, Chet. Your sexual revolution. Oh, that's... It was it was a good summer. <laughs> like to put things in perspective, I had already had a girlfriend and broken up with her. And when I was with her, I mean shit, even hugging her for the first time was like, oh my god, what do I do here? And like we never held hands. We we would hug. We would hold each other. Like at the end of the relationship, we got to the point where we would, we would hold each other and then occasionally kiss on the cheek. And like that was that was it. And I was because I was terrified. So the summer of 20, 2005 rolls around. This is like not even six months after I broke up with her, or rather, she broke up with me. And there was a party where this was the first party where. People had been consuming alcohol. This was first time I touched a titty. I was making out with this chick that I met that night. My brother got laid at this party. Oh, shit. This was a lit fucking party. (laughs) And it kind of, it was like at the start of the summer. And it just like set the tone. Because we kept partying with these people. And it was dope. And uh, yeah, it was also the summer where I took my first After Effects class. So I defined my career also then didn't know that at the time but uh yeah it was pretty good summer nikki my best summer is very short 
Uh, it was between my sophomore and junior year, and that is when I discovered you could play Ragnarok online for free. <laughs> and I, all I did, I was working at a McDonald's inside of Walmart because there were not a lot of working options in the town I grew up in. It was very small. And all I would do is ride my bike to work, come home, play on Lightside Legends. That was my server. What was the rates? I was a cross assassin. No, what were the rates? Rates? Oh, I don't remember. Fuck out of here. Yeah, uh, I, but yeah, <laughs> I was gamer girl. <laughs> I was an assassin. I went up to cross assassin. All me, me and my friends. Like I know, I know the the your experience was pretty. Like you leveled up pretty fast in there. But what we'd do is we'd go get a bunch of fucking dead branches and we'd go to the fucking Pontera forest and we'd just drop dead branches everywhere yeah, yeah, yeah. and laugh our asses off and kill all the fucking special monsters they'd spawn. It was super fun. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> that's... Ragnarok Online was fun. Yeah, that game was, I, that's when I learned I can't play MMOs because I became totally obsessed. I didn't go outside that summer. That's honestly all I did was play Ragnarok Online. And then my mom updated her computer. And for some reason, it didn't like mesh well with the server. And I had to stop playing. And then I realized how obsessed I was. So I never played an MMO after that. Good good realization before World of Warcraft. Yeah, no, I was lucky because the only reason I didn't play that is because it was paid. It was actually the same thing for me. Like I played on the actual Sakurai server for a bit on on Ragnarok and then it was paid so I stopped and I got on private servers and then WoW rolled around and a lot of my friends were on it and I'm like okay this looks like it'll be fun I know I'm gonna get addicted and it's 15 bucks a month yeah we're not doing this no I'm, I'm glad I got a MMOs pretty quick because it would have eaten my life we yeah. probably would have never met hey <laughs> <laughs> damn well my best summer uh, much like Chet was when I was much younger I was 17 or 18. I think it was 18 right as I was coming out of high school. And all of my friends were, no, no, it was 17. It was 17. Right before a friend of mine uh, who's in the grade above me was getting ready to go to college. Mm. This was the best summer of my fucking life. If I could boil down all of the coming of age stories into like one cliched summer vacation, this was fucking it for me. I All I did all summer, I had a girlfriend at the time and we I mean like when I say girlfriend she wasn't like in retrospect she wasn't actually my girlfriend all we did was just have sex every time we saw each other like we didn't hang out with each other we didn't go do things all we would do is meet up with each other and have sex so my entire summer was dedicated to playing basketball for six or seven hours a day and this was this was back when I was skinny me Shout out to Fitty Cent. Yeah, shout out to Young Fitty. This was this was probably like peak Denzel, peak peak life. I was in shape. I was playing basketball a lot. Had a girlfriend. I was fucking a lot and had money because I had a job Shit. and like I had zero responsibilities, dog. Shit. Zero responsibilities. And it, we would go to the beach like two or three times a week. It, this was this was the most beautiful time in my life. If you could imagine like just every other day you're playing basketball, going to the beach, getting drunk. I mean, getting drunk as a 17 year old probably isn't recommended, but 
either way getting drunk eating burgers having california burritos and then like continuously having sex throughout that whole thing and you've got money to spend and just like you have nothing to spend it on so you're just fucking giddy like could you imagine a time in your life when you had no worries and you were just happy and you could just smile all of the time that was me for that one summer that once I just had a smile plastered on my fucking face. You couldn't stop me from smiling. I mean, like on the inside, because yeah, yeah. on the outside, I was a very frowny young man. <laughs> and I talked to cash shit to people. And that's another thing that made that summer so much fun. There were zero consequences to anything that I had ever done. And like that entire summer was just the most beautiful time ever. That sounds wonderful. It was it was great. Something from our stories, I've realized that both of you are way cooler than I am. <laughs> all my happy memories from summer is Ragnarok or playing Dance Dance Revolution in my garage. This is why you don't raise your kids in a small town. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it would have been I think it would have been easier for you had you been in a larger town. Probably. I mean, I would have I played a lot of video games and I would have rather done that than what my other, my friends were doing, which were doing a bunch of drugs and getting pregnant. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. don't do drugs. Don't get pregnant. I mean, do some drugs. Some drugs are fine. And get pregnant when you want to, Yeah, but only when you want to. No, no, don't even get pregnant. Fuck kids. Kids are the worst. <laughs> don't fuck kids. Don't have sex with children. <laughs> I'm saying kids are the worst and you shouldn't have them. Nobody should ever have them. We should just let the human, human race just slowly die out. Shut Shout out to Japan. Yeah. Shout out to Japan. They're doing it right. <laughs> the only thing that they've managed to do right. All right. So, Kokenin and Dr. Conrad Werner, we'll get to your questions next week. We'll also, we'll also get to the uh, voicemails next week. For those of you at home wondering why we never do voicemails when there are three people on, it's just because it's technically hard to do and my hardware is not set up for it yet. Uh, I've been trying to get it set up. It's not there yet, but we'll get there eventually. Uh, so, thank you, you know. everybody for listening to this week's edition of Real Nerd Hours. Thank you, Nikki, for joining us. Thanks for having me on. It's been a pleasure. Aww. Yeah. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at XRealNerdHours. You can subscribe to our subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash RealNerdHours. You can follow us on, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast because Real Nerd Hours is taken by some fucking asshole. Fucking I don't know who. Fucking piece of shit. You can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash real nerd hours. And tonight I will be uploading an episode of my 30 days of hell in which I talk about my racist bar experience. I don't know if I've ever told it. I have a feeling that I may have. So if I'm treading over old ground too bad, yep. there, there are 17 other episodes that you can listen to because I've done 17 days straight and I'm not pre-recording these episodes either. I'm literally sitting down every single fucking day and recording these episodes for you, the that people. That sounds fun. Uh, it's not as fun as it sounds. Yeah, that was a sarcastic fun. Yes, yes, I know. <laughs> I know. If you want to support Nikki, she, you can follow her on all her various social medias and Piggy Nucka, you know. P-I-G-G-Y and U-K-K-A. Instagram, check, Twitter, Facebook. <laughs> check out all their cosplays and stuff. And you can you can see who I've been talking about. Links are in the description. <laughs> this isn't a YouTube video. I know. The, the links will be on the uh, show notes. And you know what? Don't send anything weird or creepy. Don't be fucking weird. Okay? Yeah, if, you, if you are weird to Nikki, I will hear about it. And I will make fun of you on this podcast. 
Yes. Mark my words. <laughs> don't be thirsty. Don't don't be out here coveting another man's GF. And just because Chet is Mrs. Celia Girl doesn't mean that you are too. Trust me, because I am Mrs. Celia Girl, I know what y'all up to. I know how to stop it. You ain't slick. Living up in the DMs, dog. It goes down in the DM. <laughs> Alright, well anyway, thank you everybody for listening. We will uh, see you next Thursday. Y'all have a good night.